Welcome to TalentWise, the definitive podcast for CXOs, human resource and learning and development leaders. This show comes to you from thought leaders who talk about human capital development in today's organization. How to engage and empower today's employee to be effective, competitive and relevant. Stay with us for an exciting conversation with our guest and learn how to future-proof your team. I'm your host Shubhanjan, founder of Knowledge Bridge. Our guest today is Arun Muthukumar, CEO and co-founder Link Street. For any business, I guess customer is the most important thing. And and today customer experience uh, is the big buzzword, CX as they call it. You know, the question of uh, you know, why should a customer walk into a store if they can go buy things online? The reason they come in is because the sales associate in the store can really help them make an informed decision make them understand what are all the different options that are available, which option is the most relevant and applicable to them so that at the end of the day, after buying the product, they're extremely happy and are likely to come and buy again or refer to other customers. So that means the need is that the salesperson, unlike earlier days, he's no more somebody who just picks the size and color or does the billing. But the expectation is that the sales uh, person is more of a consultant and an advisor. To satisfy the customer, the salesperson has to be their advisor slash trusted sort of a consultant. And and for that person to reach that level of uh, knowledge and uh, to provide that level of customer service, you, you know, there's crazy amount of training that is required. And particularly if you're talking about soft skills, it has to be drilled over and over again over a period of time. Clearly, one day, two day training is not going to be sufficient. Even, uh, you know, something like not knowing, uh, say, the return and exchange process can either mess up and become costly for the company or can result in a very angry, upset customer. These are all very critical things that every employee absolutely has to know and follow. So they understand and eventually learn and master both the soft skill aspects and the hard skills like product knowledge and uh, process-related things. Arun is the CEO and co-founder of LinkStreet, a next-generation learning solutions provider for corporates and institutions. Arun has vast experience in the application of technology in education. At LinkStreet, Arun has worked with leading institutions like IIMs and large enterprise customers to deploy effective technology-enabled solutions for learning and digital content management. Prior to LinkStreet, Arun worked for several years at Cisco and Bell Labs in India and USA. Arun holds an MS in Computer Engineering from the University of Kentucky, USA and B from College of Engineering, Indy, Anna University, Chennai. He is passionate about making learning effective and engaging and to introduce a culture of continuous learning in every organization. Now, on to this great episode of TalentWise with Arun Muthukumar. Arun, welcome to TalentWise. I have been uh, hoping to have you in this season and uh, chat with you about the vast, diverse requirements that you are seeing in the marketplace. And uh, as you know, the, the theme of our talk is future-proofing the team. It was never more relevant than now. And let us let us get started by maybe articulating the challenges that management and maybe even the HR and leadership, the learning and development folks, they are facing and they are mitigating uh, today. 
Sure. Uh, thank you, Subhajan. Uh, I'm glad to be part of this conversation. Um, so, future-proofing the team is, is uh, like you said, more critical than ever today because organizations are expanding very fast and uh, growth seems to be the mantra for every organization. But how do you grow fast? How do you expand without building your team's capability and capacity? And for that to happen, uh, employees need to be ramped up very, very quickly and continuously updated. And unfortunately, that is where I think uh, the current uh, methods of learning and training employees, which is uh, mostly a one-time periodic kind of model, is is totally, totally inadequate. Um, you know, whether it is an instructor-led on-site kind of training or even online learning, which has been around for some time, they all are, at the end of the day, one-time learning and maybe a one-time assessment. You know, uh, either instructor is explaining something or you are asked to go through some material or videos for some time. At the end of it, an assessment is given and then passed and then say, okay, everyone completed training. And it it becomes a checkbox uh, that is ticked. But after a few weeks, if you really ask the employees how much they know or how much they remember, um, really, uh, you know, I think the first problem is there is even no data around it. And and if you ask management, uh, do you know who knows what and where are the knowledge gaps? They don't have data. They At best, they can guess from, you know, last year's or last quarter's uh, training data or something like that. But what we are looking at is real-time data. As of today, who knows what, who does not know, where are the gaps, and what management and individuals can do to make sure that they are fully ramped up on all the business-critical things. So so that need for continuous and quick learning is, is very, very important. And uh, obviously, the traditional methods, it's impossible to send a trainer every week to all the few hundred locations if it's a large organization. Uh, and like I said, you know, online learning, you know, no one today wants to read a 20, 40 page document or go through a half an hour, one hour video. Uh, that is where the need for continuous uh, sort of uh, what we call as bite sized micro learning becomes more relevant, uh, especially in a mobile first world where the attention span is very limited and so on. Right, right. So, so tell me, I mean, uh, what do you see from where you are? I mean, I'm sticking to the management uh, HR challenge part. Uh, if you can share some examples that say, for example, in manufacturing, this is happening in uh, retail, this is happening. Uh, can you share the kind of challenges that people are coming uh, to you with and, and you are helping them mitigate? So let's take a retail example. Uh, today, you know, um, any retail uh, wants to expand into a large number of stores. Uh, you know, uh, some of the largest retailers in India uh, have uh, uh, easily a few hundred stores. Uh, some of them maybe uh, even 1,000, 1,500 uh, outlets, uh, whether you take in apparel retail or food, uh, you know, quick serve restaurant retail kind of a thing. Uh, and that's only in India. But if you look at a global scale, some of the larger ones have over 25,000, 30,000 outlets. That's a crazy number. And they're growing. 
uh, and and from a management perspective now how do you train these people across so many locations uh, and we, we talked about that you know general logistical kind of a challenge but also there are other challenges uh, you know today uh, new products uh, and new processes uh, and and things like that are coming every week and uh, it's not only my product information if i'm a retailer but if my competitor launches something i cannot wait for some kind of a training content to be created uh, training to be scheduled and then eventually training given to people because by the time you know it's already outdated and moved on so i want i think from a management perspective the challenge is if my competitor launches something today how do i get my people across 500 600 stores aware of the 5 10 critical things they need to know how to compare that product explain why our product is better than that or how to answer a customer specific question related to that so these three five things uh, that's all they need to know but it could make a huge difference from a business perspective and convert it into a sale so it is directly business impacting it cannot wait and it needs to be done in a manner that it can be created quickly sent across to all these thousands of employees across so many locations made sure uh, they can absorb it easily and uh, the whole uh, monitoring and analysis uh, so that people absorb and retain that information and translate it or apply it in their work so that's uh, from a management challenge again i think the other last challenge from a management perspective is the content itself you know today everybody says i want digital content uh, interactive content uh, ar vr all that kind of thing it's nice to say that but creating such content is often uh, very expensive and time consuming uh, and so that's another huge challenge they don't have the expertise or time or ma- budgets to create that kind of highly interactive engaging content so we are looking at how to challenge take uh, address that challenge as well to be able to quickly create something that's engaging my question is that when i talk to uh, you know leaders and who say that they have they don't have budgets uh, for this uh, I, i i have a strange sort of uh, notion that you are really talking of finding budgets to retrain and keep your workforce relevant or going out of business so i really don't know why why they actually say that we don't have budgets because the next thing you know in 5 years you'll be relevant and out of business absolutely i think it's 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 probably a mindset or inertia uh, it is business critical it is no no more like you just said uh, rightly it's not a nice to have thing uh, it is uh, business critical and it is directly impacting sales and customer service so yeah if they don't do it uh, they may not be around after some time so traditionally the employees have been pretty reluctant i mean i'm not of course i'm generalizing but but a large section of employees have been pretty reluctant in, to come into uh, training i have heard in this season when i'm talking to various uh, uh, you know various people i have heard that management so when i say management not the high man uh, the, not 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 the top management but the people to whom these employees are reporting to they are reluctant to you know i can't leave my guy for two days for a training uh, because he has important things to do now so on and so forth so so there is a there is a friction lack of understanding of the value uh, so on and so forth so how do you see the employees responding to to the need to change and need to stay relevant need to learn well uh, there's two uh, sides to this uh, challenge right one it is very real that uh, a manager may not uh, be able to allocate 
half a day one day for their uh, floor shop you know sales associates to take off and go do something because you know every week there's a bit something sale or busy season new things going on all the time uh, so so there is a sort of a real uh, concern around there at the same time uh, from an employee perspective also like i said no one wants to sit through a whole day of training you know today training is perceived as a boring mandated task that somebody is forcing me to do uh and and uh, it's it's also very inefficient because you know the same material uh, one like a one size fits all is given to everyone and uh, people switch off uh, and any anyway after a few days they don't remember so so that's where training needs to be uh, personalized depending on the level of the individual or what gaps they have you know if if there are 50 100 things they need to know now half of them may not may know at least uh, one third of those things so i don't need to waste my training time repeating those things so i i can focus on targeting exactly what each one needs to know second i need to make sure that it is not done just in a one time manner but it needs to be repeated and reinforced so that they can actually absorb it over a period of time and and remember it so that they can apply it in their job uh, so the third being uh, it it needs to be made interesting uh, as well so these three aspects of making it efficient making it engaging and making it effective uh, so that they retain that knowledge uh, they're all important and that's where we are looking at everything from um, creating interesting content that is engaging uh, making it personalized so that they don't have to spend too much time uh, and then adding elements like uh you know training in their own language that they are comfortable with or uh introducing elements of uh, gamification as so that it's more interesting not a mandatory boring thing listening to a lecture but i'm playing like a game on my mobile uh, at my, at a time of my convenience you know if i would like to do it early morning or later in the evening or on the way to work in the bus or wherever i i should be able to do it uh, and and then it makes it much more convenient for the end employee and also it doesn't impact the work so they don't have to take off half a day or a day out of work i think what you are referring to is the technology intervention which can allow this all that you described to happen right but my question is about mindset two things right one is you have to uh, help them understand why training is important right so that's where the messaging from management to the employee saying this is critical to our business this will help you to sell better and therefore it's beneficial to both uh, i think uh, that needs to be done and then the fact that management is taking interest to implement that training in a easy and convenient manner for the employee like making it available at a, at any time on their mobile or making it available in a language that they are more comfortable with because in most cases the you know like sales associates in a retail are talking to the customer in the native language so if if you give you know some theoretical english training you know it it isn't really not absorbed by them that much um so so these are the things that can be done to make it convenient for the employee so they are more interested in training and when they see that oh, the other thing is uh what we look at is um helping them identify what they don't know you know often people do not know what they don't know so the first goal is to help them realize oh these are the things i don't know and it, this is important for my job and i better learn it so that creates a motivation to learn as well
So I have two questions on this. One is that, uh, is your activity primarily focused on the sales function? That's one question. The other question is, you mentioned about, you know, uh, vernacular content and so on and so forth. Yes. So, so obviously, see, we know that typically when the HR content, uh, you know, LMS and all these stories happened, say, 10, 15 years back, Typically, people would buy some ready-made stuff from the West and that will get populated in their systems. Right. That was a typical path. Right. Uh, so, my question to you is, how are people responding to the need of this customized content, which again goes back to the ability to invest and all that. So, wh what are you seeing as a, uh, as a, as a scenario here? So two questions. One, is it sales focused? We can right. take that first and then talk about this vernacular content. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I will ask Arun if they are focused primarily in sales and how vernacular content is making inroads into training. You are listening to a show how to audio original. Podcasting is one of the fastest growing content marketing avenues today. We can help you exploit this largely untapped marketing opportunity. We can craft your audio strategy and leverage the wide reach and easy streaming capability that smartphone penetration provides. It is powerful and personal. Talk to us to find out how podcasting can help you build your brand and reach out to target audiences. Welcome back. We will dive right in and ask Arun where their focus lies and if it is on the sales function and how does he see vernacular content taking roots in the training ecosystem? Yeah, the focus is primarily on uh, frontline employees, uh, right? So that includes salespeople, but also, uh, you know, people in services, people in support or in, in the uh, factory floor, which, which in, so that way manufacturing is covered, or even doctors and nurses. Uh, you know, you have today even a hospital is a chain and you have 20, 30 locations, a uh, hospital, and, and uh, the consistency of service, uh, even for a hospital, is very important uh, because any is issue or lack of that impacts the brand significantly. It's not like, oh, some issue happened in some, you know, small location, but it's it's more, uh, you know, it happened in this hospital and, and the entire brand gets impacted. So consistency of service uh, is important. Therefore, any large organization with a highly distributed uh, workforce uh, where the need for uh, learning, continuous learning is important, uh, you know, the frontline workforce uh, that I talked about is, is a a good target audience uh, for this method of uh, learning and training. What about the the vernacular bit? Yes, so the uh, the language uh, is very important. Like I said, one people understand and absorb that information much better if information is given to them in a language that they are comfortable with. Uh, and anyway, like I said, they can converse with the customers in, in that language. Uh, and like you said, the challenge of, you know, or I think employers are also realizing that giving some namesake content borrowed from somewhere else is not going to work. Therefore, uh, they are realizing it and taking more effort to create that more relevant personalized content. 
more practical and uh, what we call a scenario based content than some kind of a theory you know for example if you want to explain what is upsell or cross sell you can't be giving theory about that uh, and you have to give the relevant scenario uh, specific to that particular type of organization so if it is uh, apparel retail for example a scenario might be something like okay uh, you know if a customer is asking for a shirt you know maybe how do you sell him other accessories like a belt or something else so that is relevant scenario which is explaining the concept of upsell but if you just say some theory they're not going to understand it and 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 making it available in the local language that they are comfortable with uh, makes it even easier how are customers fitting into this narrative because end of the day a business is doing whatever it is doing to ensure that the customers stay engaged and customers stay customers well uh, for any business i guess customer is the most important thing and and today uh, customer experience uh, is the big buzzword cx as they call it uh, you know the question of uh, you know why should a customer walk into a store if they can go buy things online right uh, the reason they come in is because the sales associate in the store can really help them make an informed decision make them understand what are all the different options that are available which option is the most relevant and applicable to them so that at the end of the day after buying the product they are extremely happy and are likely to come and buy again or refer to other customers so that means the need is that the sales person unlike uh, earlier days he is no more somebody who just uh, picks the size and color or does the billing but the expectation is that the sales uh, person is more of a consultant and an advisor now so to satisfy the customer the sales person has to be their advisor slash trusted sort of a consultant and and for that person to reach that level of uh, knowledge and uh, to provide that level of customer service you you know there's crazy amount of training that is required and particularly if you're talking about soft skills it has to be drilled over and over again over a period of time clearly one day two day training is not going to be sufficient and that is where we, we come again in terms of uh, providing uh, scenarios for uh, drilled over and over again repeatedly uh, on the mobile so they understand and eventually learn and master both the soft skill aspects and the hard skills like product knowledge and uh, process related things because they are critical as well even uh, you know something like not knowing uh, say the return and exchange process can either mess up and become costly for the company or can re- result in a very angry upset customer uh, so so these are all very critical things that every employee absolutely has to know and follow so so where does now technology come in in mitigating most of these challenges the best part is i think we are uh, you know fortunate to be in a you know tech enabled or uh, world where every month there's something new in tech available the pace in which technology is changing is incredible and uh, the good side of that is that we are able to apply all of these technologies the first and foremost being uh, mobile right a mobile first approach to this uh, given that today everyone has a mobile phone uh, and data is no more uh an availability or a cost problem thanks to geo and others uh you know even one two years ago mobiles were available but people used to say who is going to pay for data and things like that now so now since technology is available in a mature 
cost-effective manner, we can leverage it fully. Uh, the, so the second is uh, computing power and and uh, uh, availability of you know easily streaming content, video on the mobile, all of that uh, makes it possible so that you can give personalized learning to each individual. So I'm not going to dump everything to everybody. The system uh, can be, we we've designed is uh, identifying each individual's weaknesses and gaps and providing a personalized learning, personalized reinforcement uh, so that learning happens very, very efficiently without them having to spend many hours to do that. Uh, so, and, and then the third bit of technology is, is the analytics part. So, so much data can be collected today. And based on that, we know everything from you know individual learning behaviors. If somebody wants to learn fast, they can move fast. Somebody wants to go slow, they can go slowly. So technology uh, adaptive AI logic is being applied to enable this level of personalized uh, efficient learning. And, and uh, that's where I think it's making a huge impact. And, and the third part is giving management the ability to measure and monitor this. So while all this personalized learning is happening, management is able to get data on what is the progress where the gaps are, who is learning fast, all of that in real time, not like a monthly report or a weekly report, but in real time at every level from the line manager level to the headquarters, they can automatically get their teams or reportees data in real time, So, which is very, very powerful. And, and uh, that data was never available to management and, and uh, with the availability of this data, and the analytics and insights that can uh, be taken out of this, it's really uh, transforming the way uh, people uh, become knowledgeable and productive. In technology, we are very used to the concept of fake it till you make it, right? Yes. So, so, so conceptually, I can understand that, oh, I will figure out the gaps that Shubhanjan has in as a retail salesperson or whatever. Right. How... How accurate is it today? It is very accurate. Uh, surprisingly, uh, even management is very surprised by what te te technology can do. And, and we have already done it. It is live, real, and it's already proven across many customers, across many verticals. Uh, you, you know, the gaps is a very relative word, right? See, what I know and what I don't know today is, is different from what I know or don't know a week from today. So, and... and so, so th that is why the need for continuous assessment of those gaps and continuous reinforcement is very, very important. And that, so that is where our model of um, everyday learning and assessment and adapting the system to uh, tweak the, what, what should I say as, uh, what is your learning cue, right? The set of things that you, Shubhanjan, as an individual needs to learn. The system is uh, smart enough to keep figuring it out and giving you that personalized cue on a daily basis. So, for example, a week from today, the, the, the things you need to learn may be a set of things that you've forgotten. Uh, it might also include a, a new set of things. Let's say the company has launched a new promotion or a new product. You need to be aware of that. So it could be a combination of old things. It could be uh, plus the new things that have been launched. Uh, plus some, say, new competitor information or uh, new regulatory compliance-related thing or a new process. Uh, 
uh, or a new issue in the field that you need to be aware of. So, so many things. Uh, it, it, I think it, you know, it's a knowledge economy today. The knowledge worker of today needs to know so many things on a daily, weekly basis that the only way that can be done effectively is through this kind of uh, very focused uh, technology-driven, uh, data-driven approach. We started with the idea that uh, one side... F- one size fits all is not the way to go. So personalization is key. Uh, I'm just curious how how personal is personal in the current days. I mean, I can I can imagine that going forward it can be far more uh, useful because as AI and you know the algorithms start learning more, uh, I'm sure a lot more can come out. Uh, I was saying that uh, there is a common starting point, right? Let's say for um, all the employees, let's say uh, there is a set of top 50 or 100 things they need to know, which is critical for their job and business. Uh, Now, so from that starting point, where personalization comes in is where are you today with respect to that starting point? You know, out of those 100 things, uh, where are you today? And therefore, based on that, the queue is prioritized. So if, if for example, uh, let's say you are weak in product knowledge, but good in process or customer service, then I need to prioritize and personalize that for you. Uh, if someone else, your colleague is good in product knowledge, but poor in customer service uh, or communication, then I need to prioritize and personalize it for that person. So it's it's at that level of from the larger set of uh, things that everyone needs to know. The personalization uh, is in the form of uh, identifying what are the individual gaps and weaknesses f- uh, compared to that larger set and then reinforcing and repeating those th- things uh, based on their individual weakness or gaps. TalentWise is brought to you by KnowledgeBridge. We produce customized and multilingual visual training content. We have worked on complex processes, products and skills development for large blue chip brands such as Tata Motors, Mahindra First Choice, Homelane, Epson, Toyota, Citibank and Consul Neowatt serving diverse industries. Talk to us for your next custom content requirement and be pleasantly surprised. Call us on 9902163132. Wonderful. Thanks, Arun, for uh, for your time. It was a nice uh, discussion. And I hope to see you back again when we are ready with the second season. Oh, great. Uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, thank you uh, for uh, this uh, opportunity. And uh, I hope, you know, I'm uh, really passionate about helping transform the workforce of today because it's it's critical for businesses to survive and make them future-proof, like you said. And it's also absolutely important for the employee to be productive because then their career and everything is impacted. So so that way, uh, we are happy to be leveraging technology and hopefully uh, disrupting and transforming and preparing them for the future. Uh, so looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next week, another exciting new chat with Amit Bhargav, founder director of Procure HR Services. We find that a lot of changes are going to come in the bulk hiring part also. There is going to be a lot of aggregation there because not many companies are uh, very comfortable with the bulk hiring. So there has to be a linkage 
through platforms which are going to be available like NSDC National Skill Development Corporation they have a platform where you have these blue collar people who have got trained by various training partners the database is available to be used you have a portal like nokri.com for specially these blue collar hiring hiring but none of my known had a clue about it because there is no awareness so we are trying to implement such softwares wherein these bigger giants they can ease out their burden of hiring on the blue collar similarly for white collar or the freshers there are various platforms which are there which are not used and they are not being utilized properly by the industry thank you for being with us today on talent wise we hope we helped you focus on some actionable ideas today it was certainly enlightening for us we hope to see you again on our next episode if you liked what you heard subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast platforms like itunes google play spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts from and give us a rating while you're at it thank you in advance this show how to original podcast is produced for knowledge bridge the multilingual visual training platform and custom training content creators by show how to audio hosted by shubhanjan sarkar and produced by rajiv aditya see you next time